Blue Shirts fans, welcome to the Worst New York Rangers podcast, the podcast about the NHL's least favorite team, the New York Rangers. So the Rangers take a 3-2 loss to Toronto on Wednesday of last week. And just recently this Friday, they beat the Golden Knights 4-1 at MSG. That's the second time we've seen them this season, and it's the second time it's been a blowout. We're going to talk about All-Stars. We're going to talk about this break. Talk a little bit about the AHL and the Hartford Wolfpack and what's been going on and what we can look forward to after this mini break that we're having right now in the NHL. So let's break all that down. So the Rangers lost to Toronto 3-2. It's a game I feel like we could have won. Um, it was tight. It was really tight. It was a it was a good game for most of it. Chris Kreider missed an open net goal. Basically, he had the the net wide open. Could have easily scored. He missed that, and that gave us the that gave us the L in overtime. Had we scored that goal, then you know we might have uh, won this game. But it is what it is. The Rangers, you know. Rangers playing Toronto, it sucks to lose to Toronto just because, you know, you never stop hearing about Matthews and the rest of those guys. They ran their top two lines for, like, the last nine minutes of the game or something crazy. They kept running that line, and then, you know, no urgency in overtime made them lose. So I'm not going to cover that game too much. I just wanted to say, you know, we took that L, and, and we just keep on trucking, you know. The game we played against the Knights was an was an awesome game. I missed a good portion of it. So I'm not going to break it all the way down. I'm just going to kind of touch on some of the highlights. I saw a lot of good things from the Rangers. It was an ending score of 4-1. We had our backup in. We had Halak and Vegas had their backup in. And it was it was a hard first period for us. A lot of uh, giveaways we gave. A lot of you know odd man rushes and breakaways for the Knights. But at the end of the day, we ended up taking it you know fairly easily. It it was just one of those games where. The pucks were going in for us, and they weren't for them. So I, I really I really like when we beat Vegas because most of you guys know I, I live in Las Vegas. So the last few years with the Knights, excluding last year, you know, you had to hear them talk all the shit about how great their team is and all these guys just getting into hockey. And, and as much as I love hockey and as much as I want everyone to get involved, you know, I'm not going to gatekeep it, but Vegas fans are a different breed, man. They are a different breed. It is it's hard to to listen to them talk shit all the time, and you know, being a New York fan out here, it is difficult. But we beat them the last two times we've seen them. They've been blowouts both times. We beat them in Vegas. We beat them at MSG. We beat them with Igor. We beat them with Halak. So it was a it was a good game for us, and I really like that uh, we ended this month on a win. Going into this next rest of the season, you know, we only have a couple months left, so every point really does count. So I'm happy that we got to go out on a W. And besides Halak standing on his head in this game, because he actually did stand on his head in this game, he was making some insane Igor-like saves, and him getting another win. Besides that, one thing I really want to touch on here is Coulier's first game as a Ranger. So he got his first W as a Ranger. Not only did he get his first W as a Ranger, he got into a little tussle. You know, He dropped the gloves, he got into a fight, which was pretty cool. Um, I wouldn't say he lost. If anything, I'd lean more towards that he won, but he definitely showed some heart. Uh, 
after that game, I think it was the next day or the next morning that they sent Coulier down to Hartford again. So he's now in the AHL. A lot of people were upset about that, saying how could you pull him up and have a game like that and then send him down. But, you know, the consensus is everyone's assuming that because the NHL is going on a little break, they're going to send him back down to the AHL so he can still play games because Hartford is going to play four games in that time. And for those who don't know, Hartford is our farm team. So he'll play four games with Hartford. And then also the AHL All-Stars are coming. And, you know, speculation is that he's being sent down for that so he can play in those and, you know, keep developing as a player because he's a young guy. I would not be surprised if they call him back up again when we start playing games after this mini break. Speaking of the AHL, the Wolfpack, and the All-Star Games, I'm going to be covering probably in depth the next four Hartford games. I know that I said that I planned on, you know, putting snippets and little bits of information to update us about the Wolfpack, but because we're on this little break here, I'm probably going to do you know, my game breakdowns, but for Hartford games or anything that I think is worth hearing, I'll put here in an episode. I'll put them as Broadway bonuses. So if you're not interested in hearing about the Wolfpack, you can just skip them. It's okay. I understand you guys are Rangers fans. You might not want to hear about Hartford. Totally cool. My dad is a diehard Rangers fan for his entire life. And he's just kind of a little bit interested in what's going on in Hartford. So I give him the updates on those so he doesn't have to care about the games. And the same can work here. If you guys don't want to watch the full games or you guys don't want to hear breakdowns about them, I'll just give you the important bits in regular episodes. And then if you see a Broadway bonus that's focused on Hartford, then you can just skip it. And as far as the All-Star game goes, we have Fox, we have Panarin, we have Igor in those games. So we'll be able to see them playing for the Eastern team in the Metro. So I'll cover a little bit of that as well as some of the AHL breakdowns of anything that I think is cool and anything that happens regarding anyone who is a Ranger. So look out for that. Like I said, if you're not interested in it, that's totally cool. I understand. Just uh, you can give those episodes a skip. As far as the Rangers are concerned, we come back to play the Calgary Flames February 6th, and we're getting to that point in the season where, you know, all these points count. So we have about three months of regular hockey before we hit playoffs. I'm very confident that the Rangers can make the playoffs this year, and I'm very confident that we can make another deep run, but it really comes down to us acquiring the points we need to sit in a good place so we can get a good team, so we can get this started right, and hopefully when we come back from this break, we can get on another win streak and easily secure our spots in the playoffs. We are sitting third in the Metro right now, so we're looking good. If we can keep the wins going and the points coming through, then we'll have nothing to worry about. Not saying that we can't win or lose any certain game. It's just we don't want to get into a habit of losing, especially after this break. This is kind of the refocus time, you know. This is the this is the point in hockey where we we have to really focus. If we want to make a deep run, we really have to focus on what we're doing. And I know that Gallant is changing our lines constantly, and it works most of the time. But this is the time where we kind of solidify what we're going to do for the playoffs. So we're going to see what happens with that, and we come back in February, and we will get this ball rolling. The last thing I wanted to state here before kind of wrap this episode up is I know that I said that Gallant is changing his lines, and we need to kind of solidify what our lines are going to be going into the playoffs. 
and I don't want you guys to misinterpret what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think that we need to have solid, locked-in first, second, third, and fourth lines. I just think that we need to find out which lines work and drive them out. The Rangers are always going to have that kids line. The Rangers are always going to have that top line with Mika and Kreider and probably Panarin and, you know, Goudreau and Trocek and, and things like that. I don't think that we need to solid our lines one through four and they need to stay that way. I think we just need to find the few line combinations that work for us and then cycle through them. So different lines for different nights, driving differently. I hope that, you know, Gallant figures this out and maybe comes up with two or three different combinations that work. And I want to see the development of these kids. They make a big difference for us. And it's if the kids turn it up, not just our top six, but our, you know, our Kakos, our Heedles, our, you know, Lafreniers, those guys, and even these these younger guys and the fourth liners and the Couliers, and if they can come back, and the Gauthiers, and if we can have these guys working together, we can also break these lines up and do different combinations of all the guys that I just mentioned. That's where we're going to be in a good place. We're going to be in a good place for the rest of the season if we can switch things up when they're not working and find things that do and then come back to them when we need to. It really comes down to when our guys are at the top of their game, if they're combined with the right people on the right line, I see no problem with the ending of this season. And I see no problem with the run that we're going to try to make for the Stanley Cup. Because my biggest fear is not that we won't make the playoffs. I think that we absolutely will. My biggest fear is that we'll hit a point like we did last year, like we did in the Eastern Conference Finals, when we were playing against Tampa Bay, and they figured out that our power play is deadly, and we need to put somebody right in front of Mika Zibanejad and block all his shots. When something like that happens, or we reach a team whose you know coaching staff and trainers figure that thing out and and put a put a kibosh on basically all the good parts of our lines, we need to have some type of backup to change it up and scramble those. Because if you put all your guys on the first line and they put all their best defense on the first line, they can stop us from producing. You know, that'll take the weight off of the kids to be able to do what they need to do. And that might also make them break up their lines and start to do lines that they can't or don't normally do. So I hope that we can figure those things out and we have a backup plan because I know we're going to make it. I just don't know if someone else's defense or someone else's lines are going to be able to stop what we're going to try to do. And I know that that sounds like you're, you're kind of reading too far into it. We still have the rest of the season and we still have playoffs and you got to get through multiple rounds. But... These are the things you got to think of, man. We we can't we cannot let what happened last year stop us from, you know, making a deep deep run and it would be pretty sad if we lost not because we got outplayed, but because we got outlined and the people they put on their line just stopped the shots coming from one line and that's how we lose. And yeah, that's what I got for you. So Look out for those AHL reports. I'm going to be covering those Hartford Wolfpack games. I'm going to be covering some of those all-star moments. I'll try to break down as many games as I can, especially if we make a deeper run. And we can see Igor and our other Rangers, you know, go far in that. Might cover some skills competition stuff in the end of some of those Hartford episodes. So if you're interested in hearing that, then just look out for those episodes. And, you know, I appreciate every single one of you guys for being here. If you have a question for me or you want to suggest something for the show, head over to Worst NYR Podcast on Instagram. That's where you can find me, message me, tell me you love the show, tell me you hate the show, whatever you want to say. And like I said, I appreciate you guys. 
Thank you so much for everything. Thanks for sticking with me. Really excited for the rest of the season to see what we can do this year because I have another good feeling. It's not the same team that it was last year. You know, that dream is dead, but I think what we have now is is just as good and we can make it. We can make it. We can definitely make it. So just remember, it's not over till it's over. No quit. Praise be to Kako. And let's go Rangers.